Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome to the latest BS. I'm going to be the hyper girly today because Brittany is dog tired. I'm going through it. I'm going through it, brother. I'm... (laughs) (laughs) Listen here, brother. Listen here, brother. I am... I am one tired girly. I'm a tired girly. I just had a big old bowl of ramen. Ooh. So, oh, dude, it had shrimp. It had chicken, beef, and wontons. Please. Wait, you added all that extra stuff yourself? Oh, no. I got it from lunch a couple days ago, and I took it home with me, and it was in the fridge. Oh, yummy. I, I was thinking top ramen. I was thinking 25-cent ramen. Not the 25-cent ramen. No, <laughs> like the... <laughs> um no ma'am yeah i am going through it and on top of that i suffered a tragedy um yeah suffered a big tragedy i lost my heart rate monitor and orange theory i just have a feeling it's gonna pop up because remember when you lost your wallet and you didn't (laughs) (laughs) remember when you were such a dummy and then you're not no i'm just (laughs) just kidding (laughs) <laughs> but then, <laughs> no but i mean honestly though you're not wrong but like it's just it is nowhere to be found i have tore my room apart i've tore my car both cars apart and your girl is just not having any luck zilch el zippo but that's okay and those things are expensive okay so this is a painful, painful it is a loss pa- it is a painful loss please keep me in your hopes and prayers also if you want to donate to the cause of me getting another one Please feel free to Venmo me. <laughs> just just kidding. You don't have to do that. Just throw, throwing that out there. Just letting you know. All right. So what the heck are we talking about today? We got some juicy stuff today, Brittany. I am loving the amount of DMs we are receiving. You guys yes. are really taking our suggestion of giving us topic ideas. And Period. We love to see it. So we do. We have two topics as always. I will read the first one now. Okay, so (laughs) this girl says, um, I was listening to the most recent podcast today and wanted to message you guys. Oh, wait, that was the other one. Oopsies. Uh Um, (laughs) She said, uh, this this other amazing girly said, I just finished the newest podcast and here at the end that y'all take suggestions. We sure do. My suggestion is toxic parents slash family members. I'm 23 years old and have both of my parents and step parents blocked on everything my mom has just recently been blocked in the past six months because i finally had enough i got married in september and did the quote right thing by inviting her she threw a whole fit the entire day calling me names slamming doors standing in the corner pouting on my wedding day because i did not revolve my day around her and her husband and his children if y'all need me to go more in depth i gladly will i've struggled with childhood trauma and toxic parents my whole 23 years of life. I need a little bit more. I need more, but that's just because I'm curious. That's nearly it. And first off, I'm so sorry. Honestly. That your special day was ruined by none other than your own mother. Truthfully. Like she's, she's going to regret that for the rest of her life. She may be too stubborn again. I don't know you or your mom, but she may be too stubborn now, but in the future, she is 100% going to regret that. It smells, it smells like a home. (laughs) I see a home in the future. Putting her in a home. Oh, I was like. I should have, I I should have elaborated. Again, I'm going through it. I I sincerely apologize. 
a senior living facility a senior living facility yeah um it's giving putting you in a home it's giving narcissists like if you can't if you can't let your daughter's day be about her I mean what what even have Um, you seen have you but uh, this kind of pertains to it but not really kind of but have you do you watch say yes to the dress have you watched that in the past yeah Mm -hmm. oh my god you know those episodes where the mothers are like I don't like that on you and the mm. daughter's like, I love it though. It's my dream dress. And the mom's like, eh, I don't like it on you. That those killed me because I was like, guess what, babe? It's not about you, right? So that's just that's just what popped into my head. But that's well, that's wild. Yeah, and I think I, I was also thinking about this before we started talking today. It's like every family is not perfect, and if you're oh, sitting yeah. here, if you're sitting here thinking, no, 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 like my family doesn't have any tea. We have nothing to spill. Nothing's wrong. You are the 0.01%. Because if I aired out my family, y'all would cancel them. Facts. Y'all would cancel them in a heartbeat. Right. And I have to be careful about what I say because unfortunately online, you know, and it's, I would be guilty of it too. If I heard some girl on a podcast talking about my family or my mom or my dad, this, that, and the other, I would be like, oh, I don't like her mom, you know, but you- Mm -hmm. But off of that one thing, you can't judge someone. So I, I feel like you have to take everything with a grain of salt. And not every family member deserves to be cut off entirely. Right. But I think boundaries are so important. Boundaries are huge. I am like, I personally struggled with setting boundaries. And basically in my whole life, not just not just pertaining to my parents, but like just in general, I was terrible at setting boundaries. So now that I've learned that boundaries are a good thing and that and one very important thing no is a complete sentence Mm. nar nar is a complete sentence so it's like yeah that's just it's wild like i agree that you know family is important but at the same time like that this situation 100 percent, you're gone like i that would be game over for me truthfully because hopefully it's a one and done thing with the marriage hopefully god willing but still it's just one of those things it's like that that's crazy i cannot i cannot even like my mind is blown when i read that like i could not even imagine yeah i i think that no is a complete sentence is a really good Mm -hmm. little token of knowledge or whatever to take with you because i really struggle with that i always wanted to make my parents happy. Now, when I say my parents, I mean mostly my mom and my stepdad because my parents are divorced and I live with my mom basically full time. We did the Wednesday night dinner and every other weekend thing through elementary school, middle school. And then I moved to Birmingham, which my dad stayed in Atlanta. So I didn't really see him as much. So I'm mostly referring to like my mom and my stepdad, but I always felt guilt, even if it was my mom being like, um, can you come to this you come to this workout with me in the morning or come to this watch this movie with me tonight and I didn't really want to. It was like I felt like I still wanted to say yes because yeah. I didn't want to disappoint her. And it's like Sophia, it's literally a movie. Right. You know, or it's literally a workout. And that's it's still hard for me. I've always admired my sister because she has the IDGAF mentality. <laughs> She's always just like walked to the beat of her own drum, done her own thing, never worried about what my parents thought. And I've always looked at her and I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish 
I wish I didn't care that much. Now that I'm older, I definitely have, especially when it comes to relationships, I have set boundaries with my parents. They get no say. They get absolutely no say. Yep. I I felt in like a lot of my life, it's always like my parents saying, oh, this guy is so good for you. We want him. You want, we want you to meet him, Sophia, or you would be so good with a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. And a couple of relationships later, I was just like, I don't want y'all's opinion on it at all. Because in the end, if I end up with a guy, if I end up with a girl, if I end up with an old man, if I end up with a middle-aged woman, whoever it is, (laughs) it's my relationship. Period. It's my relationship. (laughs) And I do not care about their opinion. They know. They still, if they see, you know, their friend has some cute son, they're like, oh, Sophia. Oh, never mind. They, they don't even try. Right. I'm like, I don't care if he's the perfect man. If you want me to marry him, it's not happening. Right. I feel you. Because it almost puts like an unspoken amount of pressure on you in a way, if that makes <laughs> sense. It almost, it almost feels like an outside pressure because you want so hard not to disappoint your parents or in this case, your mom, you know, either you want, you don't want to disappoint your mom or your, and your stepdad, really. You don't want to disappoint them at all. But at the same time, it's like you want to have your own, you want to have your own say and everything. And because in reality, it's your life. Right. And it, and they're not living your life. You're the one living your life. Yep. That's my, that's my big thing. It's like in the end, like if we're talking about relationships, your mom isn't going to date your spouse. Right. And your stepdad isn't going to date your spouse. You are the only one that's going to date and be with your spouse. Yeah. So it's like. I feel, but at the same time, I just feel like as parents, it's hard, you know, because you know, we, it's one of those like just yesterday you were in diapers, you know what I mean? <laughs> just like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so people, you know, so I I can see it from that point of view where the parents are like, but just yesterday, it's like I get it, but now it's like you gotta, because oh, when I when I went to school for psych and I learned in one of my developmental psych classes that if a child grows up and is still dependent on you way past their adolescence into their adulthood if they are still latching on and super dependent on you that is not a good thing right it's not I mean unless there's unforeseen circumstances like special needs things of that nature so it's like that's a completely different circumstance I'm just talking about just kind of like every typical child exactly like everyday typical person it's like if they are starting to want to be more independent and kind of go on their own way and do their own thing, then that means you've done the right thing. Yes, I agree. My mom always says cut the cord. Yep. You got to cut the cord at some point. You got Mm -hmm. to, no matter how hard it can be, you got to cut the cord at some point. And, you know, it's just, and I just, and I also feel like there's like a big generational thing because I feel like this generation is very much open to, you know, allowing yourself to feel feel your feelings you know when in reality like back in the day the generation before us they were like millennial and then what what is it gen x yeah like before that you know gen x and the millennial and then us like the gen x and millennial crowd they were all kind of like just suck it up you know like oh everybody's life's hard like you're not special blah 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 Mm -hmm. but it's like this generation is very much like feel your feelings you know your feelings are valid you're allowed to feel the way that you feel blah 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 so I also feel like that plays a big part of it and just kind of like breaking that, that generational trauma and the yeah. generational curse, I guess you can say. 
Yeah, and I think the whole like honoring your mother and father until the day you die and making sure that they look good as parents, even right. when you're 25 years old, 35 years old, 45 years old. It's like at some point, you've got to stop living your life for your parents. You right, know? right. Because, you know, because I don't mean to interrupt you, I'm sorry, but the, but you know, like the, because there's like, you know, I mean, if we're talking about the honor of thy mother or thy father thing, you know, it's like a lot of people will, like a lot of parents will take that and, you know, they go, well, well, it says to honor thy mother and father. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. But at the same time, it's like, at this point, you're not, you're not dishonoring them. You're just doing your own thing. Yeah. I, I think dishonoring your parents would be like committing murder. But <laughs> if you decide if you decide that you no longer want to live <laughs> that escalated so you know, just uh, well, because, committing a felony. <laughs> well, because some parents are so dramatic. It's like please so take it please relax a little bit. All I want to do is move states, you know, like don't guilt me. <laughs> don't guilt me to hell because I'm just moving a few states away. And how right. could you leave me and do this, that, and the other? It's like, is this really the battle that you're picking? Like I could be shooting up in the garage. Like Period. there are way worse things that could be happening. But you, you, I feel like it's a pick your battles type of moment. And also Absolutely. like you said, letting the kids go and no longer be kids, but be adults and let them make those choices for themselves and, and see how it pans out. If it turns out to be a lesson, then that's okay. They've learned from it. Exactly. Like that, that, that was my big thing. That, that was one thing that like, I know my mom listens to my podcast or our podcast. So hi, mother dearest. I love you very much. But, um, her and I, her and I would butt heads so much, so much when it came to that, because she just didn't want anything bad to happen to me. She's what, still moving that. out just like in general. Just okay. like, and, and basically my whole life is like, she just didn't want anything bad to happen to me. She was very much a, she, I remember verbatim of all the arguments that we had were, if I could shield you from this world, I would, if I mm -hmm. could, if I could save you from any harm, if I could protect you from everything then I would. And I had to tell her, I'm like, mom, as much as I love that you care and as much as I appreciate that, and I still do appreciate it. I'm like, that's that is completely unrealistic. I'm I was like, just about to say that's unrealistic. Yeah. You you can't. And like and I know that she means it from a place of you know like a good I know she means it in a good in a good way. I really do. But at the same time I had to explain to her I'm like mom, I understand where you're coming from. I really truly do. But when it comes to life, I need to make mistakes. Because if I am being sheltered and shielded from everything, then when, God forbid, God forbid it doesn't happen for a long time, but she passes away and then, you know, things start to happen, how am I going to know how to handle it? My mom right. has always been there to handle it and either handle it for me or she's protected me from it. In a yeah. perfect world, in a perfect world, parents could protect their kids no matter what. In an ideal world, I am not a parent. So I don't know how it feels to have that sort of love and maternal instincts for another human being. So I feel like I can't speak on that, but it coming from, you know, the kids that are Sophie and I are in our early twenties, I'm in my mid twenties, but <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> fine, fine. 
but like you know coming from from somebody who's in their younger to mid 20s it's like and having that awkward transition into like early adulthood that's just kind of you know what my brain what my brain goes to yeah i i agree and again the the things that we're talking about are so so much less severe than other oh, people's absolutely. family problems but i think the the main takeaway in what is really important is setting boundaries but also sometimes them being family is not enough to keep them in your life yep. like you should never feel like you have to keep someone so toxic in your life just because they're family oh yeah sometimes people lose that privilege absolutely you, if you do enough things you it's no longer like blood is thicker than water whatever like uh uh-uh. if you yeah people there, lose that privilege yeah there are countless people in my family that i have not talked to in years and i'm slowly starting to i'm not going to obviously name drop or do any or exp- expose myself but it's you know there are countless people in my family that I have not talked to in years and that I am going to start not communicating with anymore just because Mm -hmm. it's just our, you know, we just don't, we just don't mesh. And every time I talk to them, they just bring me stress and unnecessary stress. And it, and it's even, it even goes to the, you know, I set the boundary. Hey, I really don't appreciate you talking to me like that. Or, Hey, I really don't appreciate the way that you say these things. I would really appreciate it if you stop you know, again, setting the boundary. And then if they continue to push the boundary and do things, even though you've told them not to, then it is okay in my eyes to cut them off. And I am slowly starting to, you know, it's hard though. It's hard. It is it's hard. Family and you're, you're basically like engraved that into your whole lives or into great day, bleh, into your whole life. There it is. Had to get my word, <laughs> had to get my words together. But, you know, it's been, it's been, you know, just like pounded into your brain your whole life of, you know, oh, family's everything, family's everything. Oh, but they're family, but they're family, but they're family. No, that doesn't mean anything anymore. That does not mean anything anymore. No, it does not. I had, I recently had an experience um, with a very, like, distant family member, you mm. know, like someone on some, you know, a parent or step parent side who's like, their cousin or aunt or, you know whatever it is some extended that's what it should say extended yes, family something like that. I hadn't seen this person in a while but throughout my childhood my sister and I always really loved them and we just remember them being really sweet and I always had fond memories of them okay I haven't seen this person in years at this point mm-hmm. I get a Facebook message from them saying hey um I would really love uh to know if you're interested in coming to talk to my class and a few other classes about meteorology. We're doing our weather unit, this, that, and the other. It would be a couple of grades. I want to say it was elementary school and it would be in the cafeteria and you would just talk to them. Well, this was in November of this past year. I left Mm. meteorology in June of 2022. This was November, 2022. So I responded back and I was like, Hey, thanks for thinking of me, but I, 
don't really want to do that. I'm not really practicing meteorology anymore. Yeah. At this point, I know it's not something I'm going to go into again. I don't have any plans to. So it would be very weird for me to go to this school, tell all these kids, hey, this is what you do in meteorology, this, that, and the other. Oh, you want to be a meteorologist? Let me tell you about the job, knowing full well that I did not enjoy that job. Yeah. And it's just not something that's on the, the, the forefront of my mind at all. It would be odd for me to go talk to kids about it. So I said that. They responded back, no, it, it would be great if you could, this and the other. And I just didn't answer because yeah. I just said no. I literally just said no. Okay, a month later, Christmas rolls around. I see this person at a little family get-together. I go up to them, give them a big hug. Oh, my gosh, it's so good to see you. And I noticed they didn't really say much. And I was oh. like, oh, Okay. The little get together ends. I make it a point to go over to this person and give them a hug and say, Hey, I'm leaving. It was so good to see you. Because again, Mm. my sister and I have really fond memories of this person. But I just was like, they were really not saying much. And then later that night, my uh my dad was talking to me and he was like, Oh yeah, you know, so-and-so in the meteorology thing, you know, that was a little disappointing. And I was like, what? I said, how do you know about that? What, how do you know about that? Right. Well, it seemed like they had already told the other teachers that you would be coming. They already committed you. So Yeah. So when you said no, it was a big disappointment for them to have to go back and tell everyone. I said, well, this, Seems like uh, not my problem. Yeah, I was literally about to say, that sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. Why did you commit me to do something before you had even asked me? Oh, absolutely. I can't stand that. And then then I'm supposed to say yes, just because we're extended family and I used to do meteorology. No. Obviously, it was some sort of topic of discussion because my dad knew about it. I was like, yeah, it's like, you're like, okay, perfect. Right. No. It's like, do not try and guilt me into doing something just because you messed up. You exactly. told people that I was going to do this without right. ever asking me. Absolutely. We, I kind of have a situation like that too. Um, granted, we've since me and this family member, we, we all have, cons- we all since then have talked and we're fine now, but you know, it just kind of reminds me, um, I have family in basically all like the entire state of Virginia. Like we, our family is not very, you know, near where we are, where I am in Richmond. So, um, my, it was one of my cousins. She was coming down from, she was coming to Richmond for some reason and she was bringing her friend and she reached out and she was like, Hey, you know, I'm on the way to Richmond, would love to stop by and see y'all. We're like, okay, we see them maybe once a year, right? Maybe once or twice a year. So we were like, absolutely, we'd love to have you. You know, we'd love to see you, blah, 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 whatever. So at this point, you know, my mom is, this is, this is the story. My mom is working in the yard. She's, her and Ryan both are working in the yard. They're doing stuff, whatever. And then she calls and she's like, hey, like, I'm coming. I'll be there, blah, blah, at some point. And my mom's like, oh, like, that's today. Didn't realize it was today, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we'll make it work. And then she goes, I have a friend with me that is a huge fan of Ryan's. And I'm going to bring her by. And my mom was like, um, no. (laughs) You know, my mom's like, no. 
I don't really, I don't really think that's, you know, she's like, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really prepared for company. Like, I don't really feel comfortable with that. Like, I would just, I would just rather not. And she goes, oh, well, she's in, she was like, oh, she's, but she's nice though. She's really nice. My mom's like, I bet she's great. Like, but I, (laughs) but no, like that's not happening. And she got, and she got personally hurt by that. Um, And, you know, she went like, oh, you're just too good enough. Oh, you're, oh. you're just, oh, yeah. Like, oh, you're just too, oh, I guess the fame has gotten to you or blah, blah, blah. And I am in no way, shape, or form claiming to be a celebrity. I It makes me physically ill when people call me a celebrity. But it's like, but, oh, yeah, she went like, oh, yeah, you know, I guess that, you know, I guess family doesn't mean anything and blah, blah. Oh, my, the, the drama, mm-hmm. the drama. So my mom was like, all right, girl, like, I'm gonna let you cool off for a little bit. I'm gonna yeah. let you, I'm gonna let you cool it a little, a little smidgen. Do, we can circle back. Do yeah, we'll circle around. back. Yeah, we'll just... <laughs> <laughs> I do a wrap around, but you know, so <laughs> we'll do a wrap around. We'll do a when you got your we'll when you got your back. head on straight. Yeah, yeah, we'll let it. We we gotta let it cool for five minutes. So taking it out of the oven. So it's like, <laughs> but yes, we've since you know we've since rekindled things. Um. But yeah, so it's just, it's things like that. Like, it's just crazy that people, even when you establish a boundary and just being like, no, I'm not comfortable with this. And the fact that people still find it okay to push. Yeah. Kills me. Yeah. I think especially if you still feel that guilt from your parents and you have moved out and you no longer rely on them for anything and you're doing your own stuff and you're paying your own bills and living in your own place that should be a complete weight off of your shoulders. You should not be feeling that you owe your parents this, that, or the other, that you continue, or you're going to have to continue to live your life in the way that they would want to live. It's like, at the end of the day, I have to get up and live this life. So do you mind if I do it my way? (laughs) Real? Like, do you you mind? Like, do you mind if I'm happy? (laughs) (laughs) can i can i please just be (laughs) do you mind if i just slightly enjoy it like is that is that too much to ask please sir can i have some more (laughs) jeez oh my gosh yeah um actually our our next topic also covers toxic people all right sophia and i just had a just a chest bump moment over zoom it was super cute Wish you were there. I wish <laughs> wish you were here, bestie. Okay. So speaking of, you know, toxicity, because apparently that's just the that's just the topic of the evening. Um, we we started off with toxic parents and toxic family members. And now we're moving on to toxic roommates. Mm. Whoop, whoop. So we got this lovely DM. Um, in the first half, she was ever so sweet, and I absolutely adore her for it we read it and we were like, Oh my God, slay. Anyway. (laughs) So the DM says, I was listening to the most recent podcast today and wanted to message you guys to see if you could give any advice on living with roommates, because I have had so many roommate horror stories. And I absolutely feel like a bad person asking my roommates to do simple things like clean up after themselves, or there's pressure for all the roommates to be besties when that's not necessarily practical, which is another thing I've faced. Oh, baby, I could write a freaking novel. Yeah. 
about one roommate in particular. When was this in college? Sheesh Louise. It was in college. Absolutely. She sucked. <laughs> I am always the person to give somebody the benefit of the doubt, but she, I could not give the benefit of the doubt. And I, I'm going to story drop. I'm going to do, I'm going to do, I'm going to give juicy deets. Girl, I thought you said you were about to name drop. Oh, absolutely not. No, ma'am. We're not, we don't. <laughs> says, now that's where I draw the line. <laughs> that's the, let's not do that. Remember when we said we were talking about boundaries? <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> our own podcast against us i can't believe it i i, I can't believe you i can't believe you've done this anyway so <laughs> you remember that fine but oh do i please yeah. please please so oh dear lordy lordy b my senior year i lived with this girl who was basically the spawn of satan she sucked she was she was vegan but when i when i say that i <laughs> listen you can't hear Sophia, but she's dying right now. For some reason, it's cutting out her laughter. Oh my gosh. She was basically the spawn of Satan. She was vegan. No, but just <laughs> You didn't let me you didn't let me finish. <laughs> you didn't let me finish. Ooh, okay. She was the kind of vegan that made you feel bad for not being vegan. Mm. Like openly, right? Yeah. I went grocery shopping with her once. And I will never do it again because we went for, count it, five hours. <gasps> You're kidding. I what wish grocery I was grocery store. We went to multiple. Jeez. Multiple grocery stores. It was absolutely the most miserable time of my entire life. I literally, and everything that I picked up, it was, are you sure you want that? Ugh. You should get this instead. I think this is better. I'm like, sorry, I don't want to eat grass seriously let me have my cheeto puffs and die in peace let me drink my diet coke even though it's gonna give me cancer let me have my red 40 and leave me alone (laughs) real that's so real but (laughs) let me have my red 40 and die in peace (laughs) yeah so but and then one story i will never forget it i will never forget it i was it was traumatizing I get so again remember she's vegan I get home from a long day of schoolwork and her boyfriend would stay her now husband bless his heart he would god love him god love him um I pray for his patience no but I he would be over at the apartment basically every single day right every day Uh no no privacy whatsoever none um and I came home one day and he, I kid you not, was skinning rabbits <gasps> in the kitchen sink. But she's yeah. vegan. Exactly. Make it make sense. It doesn't. Make it make sense. She was, he was, there was blood everywhere. He was skinning rabbits <laughs> in the sink. I walked in. I said, what in the hell are you doing? What in the Alabama Betty Crocker? <laughs> not the what? Betty Crocker. Why are we skinning rabbits in the sink? I was like, are you out are you, are you out of your mind? I just honestly, I walked in, looked at him, and I just walked straight to my room. I was like, I literally hate it here. Yeah. Well, was she having like a BF because she's vegan? Yeah, and she would cook meat for him. Oh. Yeah, but I wasn't allowed to use her pots and pans ever because I cooked meat. 
Make it make sense. Make oh, it make sense. The drama. Make it make sense. I would rather you not use my pots and pans because I am vegan. Okay, that's fine. I totally understand. That's this is when I first moved in. I totally understand. That's not an issue. I completely understand. I will bring my I have my own stuff. Like I will bring it, blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, I'm like waking up to the smell of bacon. I'm like, oh. So there's an intruder in the house. There's really it's not her. <laughs> There's an imposter in the house. Seriously, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. I have more, but I'll let you, because uh, I know that you have some, I, I know you have some juicy deets. That is insane. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, okay, so my roommate, this was freshman year of college. I went to Mississippi State. Oof. Um, now, oh. No, I meant to the, I'm sorry, you're freshman. I'm sorry. That came out. I would, that was not, not, not me ready to go to war for Mississippi State. No, you're right. I just like. No, my I, my oof was a delayed oof. No, no, it's okay. I mean, freshman year, yeah, big oof. And I yes. actually went early to school. My mom somehow convinced me, I don't even, that's trauma in and of itself, Bless to go heart. to like the summer semester in July. Oh, perfect. Then I will be able to get the dorms that have the private bathroom. If you go to school early, you get the nice dorms. Okay. So, I found this girl and actually I just put this together while we were recording this. I'm thinking like she definitely only wanted to room room with me because she would get the nice dorm too. Like whoever Uh, my roommate was, they would automatically uh, get the nice dorm. So this girl was a little blonde girl from Mississippi. Um, She ended up rushing FIMU, which like tells you all you need to know about her and her personality and everything. Now, over the phone, we were going to be besties. But then when I got to school, it was a completely different story. Okay. I remember vividly one day, I was so super lonely my freshman year because I was like off mostly with my on again, off again boyfriend. Mm. And I thought that we were going to be best friends because that's the, the, the feeling that she had portrayed over text and Facebook Messenger all those months. We met in like one of those Facebook groups or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yep. And so I finally worked up the courage one day to text her and ask her if I could go out with her and her friends. Because when we were in person in the dorm, she never said anything to me about it, but she had over text. And so I was like, okay. So I remember I was sitting in the gym and I had asked my mom, I was like, what do I say to her? She helped me come up with a text. I sent it. And I, I know I was like so nervous to send it. And I just basically said, like, hey, if you and your friends are going out tonight, like, I'd love to come out with you. I, I don't really have any friends. And I just want you to know, do something, whatever. She never answered me. And so I went back to the dorm after I was done with the gym. That girl was sitting in the bed on her phone, texting away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're kidding. And my stomach dropped. I was immediately so embarrassed. Like I wanted to unsend the text message. Like, Honestly. Like, ASAP. But yeah, that I was like, okay, you're first off, you're just not a nice person. Right. Um, she then ended up having a bunch of people over to our dorm when I was away one weekend oh, and gave her friends the little key card to get into the dorm. And so they were just, I walked in and it was like a free for all. They had the sofa bed out. There was someone sleeping in my bed. Oh, 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 yep. no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if it wasn't a Patagonia hat, wedged between my bed and the wall there was a man sleeping in my mofo bed mm-hmm. and I said I walked in I said where is Jane I'm gonna call her something where's Jane 
oh, she was sleeping at this other guy's house, so she just gave us the key to use. And I said, okay, well, she is only half of this room. I'm the other half, and I'm telling you to get the fuck out. Yeah. Get out right now. She just, this is not her room. This is mine no. as well. They drank all my drinks. They oh, ate my food. No. They, these girls literally, Brittany, used my razor in the shower. Ew. They Ew. were there Whoa. all weekend. They moved in. They literally moved in. Mm-hmm. They basically had squatter rights at that point. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. I mean, they were trying to sign a lease at this point. Like, Honestly. I'm ridiculous. I would have Venmo requested them rent at least. I, yeah. And it was just, it was a bunch of stuff like that. And then it all came to a head one day um, because I posted on my story just a little fun little uh, Snapchat story that was like, find you till I dime you. Because that's what all of her little friends said. And I was definitely being petty, but she um, looked at me in my face and said, you're not allowed to say fine you. You're not allowed to say it. And I was like, oh, really? Because now I want to say it 10 times more. Fine me, fine me, fine me, fine me. I was like, oh, you're not. No, sorry. You're not allowed to. If you're not in it, you can't say it. And I was like, well, I don't want to be in it. If everyone's like you, I don't want to be in it. And I'm happy I'm not in it. Actually, I hate fine you. Like it was a whole thing. She ended up moving out, thank God. Thank goodness. Wait, I I have a question. I did not mean to cut you off. I have a question. What? What, After you kicked all the... I need more of a story. After you kicked them all out, what the heck happened? She came back and you were like, guns a-blazing, like, I'm going to kill you? Like, what happened? Yeah, I was like, what what the heck was that? She's like, it's not a big deal. Like, they, they, I'm sorry they drank your drinks. Like, I'll go to Walmart and buy you more root beer if it's it's really that big of a deal. I was like... They were literally sleeping in my bed. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know. Whatever. I won't do it again. Like, just totally brush it off because her oh, whole entire life, she gotten away with everything, I'm sure. So, like, there's no consequences. It doesn't matter. Um, but, yeah, she was she was not nice. And I, rem- like, that feeling of her not answering my text message and then me walking in and she's sitting on her phone, I was like, yep. big gulp. You know, yep. it's just like, oh. It was it was not good. She was not a nice person. She is why I, I didn't want to do a sorority anyways, but I would never do one solely because of people like her. Because she portrays like this beautiful philanthropic image of the fine you and pink and bows and blah blah blah. And in reality, she had the nastiest heart. It, it was disgusting. Dude, I could go. We that that could be a whole nother podcast topic for another day is freaking Greek life because I could write a freaking book. But oh really? Like I, I rushed my freshman year, and it was just. It, oh, uh, you didn't know that? I didn't How tell did you. I didn't know that. Wow, I was basically in Greek life for like a week. But I'll, I'll just. Uh, that's a different story for a different time. But wow, I know wild, right? So I know, uh, but god man yikes 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 wait so how did did you and the vegan like what what happened with y'all did you and the vegan <laughs> well i'm sorry that's what she's gonna be called from now that's, on. that's that's <laughs> completely fine you can call her the vegan that's totally fine also disclaimer there's nothing wrong with being vegan just don't make oh. uh, just don't make other people feel bad for not being a vegan yeah no i can't never. thank you i'm gonna i'm gonna eat my pig fat in peace <laughs> leave me alone so basically what the dealio was is just like it was one thing after another it was i so i had my own bathroom it was technically the hallway bathroom but i te- but it was but she said it was my bathroom which is fine but i remember i came back from it had been a long day it was around like like thanksgiving time and 
I remember I got home and I, as soon as I walked in the door, I'm not paying attention and I immediately fall, like mm. literally face plant into the door. I look down and there's like 15, 20 pairs of shoes in the door. Oh. Right. I'm like, okay, perfect. I look up and she's having, she's hosting Friendsgiving. Didn't give me a heads up. Oh. Didn't, didn't invite me like not even like a pity invite nothing she's having full-blown there's there's at least 30 people in my tiny in our tiny freaking apartment and she just goes oh well, like you can like join us if you want i was like i'm good oh. i was like i'm good at that point i'm like you're just saying that because all of your, your friends are here i'm like i'm freaking good yeah because her now husband was on the football team so of mm -hmm. course all of his football friends and like their girlfriends and things were there so they were just all over the place and i okay in my bathroom in, even in my bathroom now i have decorative towels uh -huh. i like my decorative towels i have my designated hand towels and i have decorative towels i walk into the freaking bathroom and at that point i she didn't tell me that she was having people over if i would have known that she was freaking having the whole daggone zoo in our freaking apartment i would have cleaned up my bathroom <laughs> i would have yeeted those decorative towels <laughs> that's what i'm saying not even the, like it's not even about the decorative towels it's the it's the principle but i but but you know <laughs> i walk in i walk in and i go to go to the bathroom. no i walk in the door shut to my bathroom i'm like i never shut my bathroom door so i'm like unless i'm using it obviously i'm like um okay so then I hear the sink run in and I'm like, is somebody in my bathroom? I go into my bedroom and the clothes that were in my floor were chucked into oh. my room. Oh, oh my yeah. Gosh. Oh, yeah. And I go in and my decorative towels are soaking wet all over the place. I'm sitting there and I'm like, people are using my bathroom. Again, I understand it's the hallway bathroom. I get it. But a nice, hey, by the way, I'm having... A freaking busload of people come to the apartment tonight for Friendsgiving. They're going to be using your bathroom. I'd be like, thank you for letting me know. I appreciate it. But instead, they use two whole freaking rolls of toilet paper. So I'm like, I'm just, I'm just confused here. We got lost in translation. I'm like, I don't understand why you couldn't have just had people use your bathroom. They're your friends. Use your bathroom. Exactly. That's what I'm like. Okay, so you guys obviously had separate bathrooms, so they didn't have to use your bathroom. Uh -uh. They did not have to use my bathroom. Letting them have free reign. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I had to get new decorative towels. I mean, again, you know, first world problems, but like I had to basically get new decorative towels because the ones that they were just completely ruined, completely ruined. Because so many freaking people use my bathroom. I was so mad. I was livid. Oh, yeah. What did she, what did she think was going to happen? That you just weren't going to be there that night at all? And that she right. was never going to have to explain? Like, oh, not only am I having this Friendsgiving, but I'm not inviting you. And you're going to see it. Like, you're going to walk in and know you're not invited. That is, like, what was the thought process? Exactly. So then it got to the point where I just, like, I just didn't feel welcome in my own place. Like, I paid half the rent. I did, you know, I was just enough of a person living there as she was. And I just did not, I never felt welcome. And she was just had such a mean spirit that I just feel like I couldn't say anything to her yeah. about it. And like, and I remember I told her, I, you know, being considerate, I texted her and I said, Hey, I'm having some of my friends over tonight. It was a Friday night. I'm like, I'm having some of my friends over. I just wanted to let you know. So we're going to be back at the apartment by like this time. Kind of like, kind of like a hint of like, hey, could you like get out, please? Yeah. And like not be in the living room like you are every night. 
Like, could you just dip? Oh, no. Me and my friends, we get back to the apartment. Her stuff, she's in the living room, sprawled out everywhere of just all of her stuff. Her her man is in the living room, teaching himself how to play guitar, picking at the guitar. Oh my God. I'm sitting there and I'm bringing, I have like six people with me at this point, thinking that we're going to sit in the living room and have a good old hunky-dory time. Oh no, she doesn't say, oh, I'm sorry. Like, oh, I lost track of time. Let me get up and move. Oh no, she sat there. Oh yeah, she didn't move at all. So I had to take me and my six people that I was with, and we had to go into my be- little, my tiny freaking bedroom and hang out because they wouldn't leave the living room. So I think it was that point. It was the final straw. Did you move out or did you complete the year? Oh, I moved out. Oh, absolutely. I think I was there for four months. Oh, good for I you. I was there for about like three and a half to four months. And then I this, um, again, this is probably not the best thing. This was not the best decision, but I waited. <laughs> <laughs> I waited until she was about to go study abroad to tell her mm. because oh that's a lie so she went and studied abroad and her boyfriend still stayed at the apartment oh yeah even though he had a whole dorm room he still stayed at the apartment um and so at that point I texted her and I said I'm moving out I can't do this anymore I was like I just and I and I'm not a confrontational human being. I can't stand confrontation. But at that point, all, that anxiety was just—I blacked out at that point. My anxiety was just out the window. I was like, "I am moving out." She was like, "Oh well, great. Now, I'm, now I'm going to have to find a roommate when I'm halfway across the world." I said, "Well, that's not my issue, babe." Sucks to suck. So I and it was funny because when I moved in, I brought the TV, the couches, a bunch of freaking furniture. So <laughs> as soon as what's his face left, I took the furniture. Yeah. So when he came back, it was basically like I pulled a Grinch moment. Like, you know, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Like I took everything. She took the kids and the dog. Here, <laughs> I'm taking a dog. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they I took. Were, they were having to sit on the floor for dinner. They period. Were just absolutely roughing it. Yeah, absolutely. I took everything, and I left, and I left my key. And I think I, I think I wrote like some petty note or something. And I just like left my key and dipped out. And then she tried to get me to pay for another month worth of bills. And I said, no. And she was just, and she was like, well, Brittany, you, well, and then she like did the math or like did some sort of like BS math and sent it to me. I said, no, I paid for the, <laughs> I, hey, let me, let me say it again, but in another, no. <laughs> like, Hey, do you want me to, uh, an Espanol? No, like, you know what I mean? But, you know, I told her, I was like, I said, I paid the amount I paid for the four months that I lived there. I am not paying for a fifth. I was like, I'm not doing it. And she, and, and plus my name wasn't even on the lease. It was, oh, yeah. it problem. was under her name. So I just, I basically shacked it with her for a few months. And then I said, I'm out of here. No, ma'am, never again. So when it comes to that and toxic roommates, if you can get out of that situation, then do it. Yeah. And I think the the girl in the message was saying, like, did you ever feel bad for asking them to do little things or whatever it may be? I, I mean, we didn't really have to clean much in my situation. Like we were living in a dorm, but I was scared to confront her. Now, I'm much better at being confrontational now, but I'm also like an angry crier. So when I'm overwhelmed Same. and frustrated, I don't want confrontation because I just know I'm gonna cry and I don't yep. want you to think I'm weak because I'm crying I just can't control it I just I just I just have a lot of feelings 
<laughs> but I, I was nervous to ask her. But then again, it's like, at the end of the day, you guys are both human. We're all on the same playing field. Not, not one person is better than the other person. So don't be scared to ask them to do something or to tell them how you feel or tell them they're wrong. Like, they are no better than you. Right. And if it, if it, if it, if it's one of those things that it's like you are, you're hesitant and you don't know how to bring it up to the other person, then one thing that, I mean, the, this is just, for example, you could say something like, hey, I would really appreciate it if you did this. Or you could say, hey, we need to do a lot better about doing this. So it doesn't, so it doesn't come off as you're attacking this person. It comes off as like, hey, as a collective, we need to be better about doing ABC. We need to be better about cleaning the kitchen. We need to be better about, you know, keeping the living space clean, things like that. Like, so that, that, that's one way that you can kind of do that. And then from there, if it escalates and they just don't do it, then from there, you can start, you know, thinking about taking other avenues and being a little bit more stern. But, you know, as far as that, it's just very much like, you know, just like treading lightly. Mm Mm-hmm. And not waiting until you just can't take it anymore and then you blow up. Then that's, yes. that's a lot. Yeah, I think that's key is like kind of at least trying to nip it in the bud early on. And like you said, using those phrases where it's like, we need to do better about this or it would be great if we could do this, that or the other. So you don't feel attacked or like singled out because exactly. when people feel singled out, they're going to retaliate and they're going to get defensive. And if you make it seem like you also need to be better about it, then they might think that maybe it's not so bad. Right. And, and you could also do one of the, you could do like a chore wheel or like a chore list. And you can say like, you know, I mean, I, I mean, it kind of feels adolescent, but at the same time, it's like, oh, make, make a chore list. Like, okay. And, you know, you can have a little roomie meeting. You could be like, look, you know, I've noticed, I can't help but notice, like, you know, we haven't really done a good job with like tidying up after ourselves putting the dishes away doing you know like blah 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 whatever the case may be then you can say look I you know I took I took it upon myself to make a chore like a chore list or a chore wheel and then you know all the like all the roommates pick three chores to do a week yeah basically and then that's all you focus on for that week and then because it's all about you know because you both live there and it's and it's all about maintaining a healthy balance because it shouldn't be all on one person all the time. That's not fair. No, absolutely not. And and the at the end of the day, it's a shared space. So you yes. you should both want it to be enjoyable to live there. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't only be one person who doesn't want roaches. Y'all should both not want roaches in the house. Come not on. Ro- not roaches. Come on. Not the white refrigerator. That's a <laughs> With the brown cabinets. <laughs> Not the white refrigerator. Not the white refrigerator. Shout out to Nene Leaks, Real Housewives of Atlanta. She's a real one. All right. Um, I think that's about it. Do you yeah. have anything else to say on this topic? Um, if you can live alone, live alone. D- d- dead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you have it, if you have the funds to do it, do it. Absolutely do it. And and if you have to not have netflix and hbo max or whatever it is for a few months so you can get get those extra coins and save them up for your mental health and sanity prioritize that you don't need streaming services (laughs) i will say 
I have a roommate now and she's fantastic and I adore her. So, because we, you know, we have a general respect for one another. So it's all about setting boundaries. That's really it, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, when we moved in, we even sat and talked. We're like, look, we're, I'm a messy person. And she was like, yo, low key, same. I said, cool. Well, you know, we'll keep the common areas clean, but then your room is your business and my room is my business. That's it. Yeah. And that's good. And wow. that's basically the wow. Wow, what <laughs> a healthy relationship. That's a the general consensus, ma'am. That's really it. But yeah, so other than that, it's a, really in reality just kind of a general synopsis of this whole podcast itself. Is just don't be afraid to set boundaries. No, because at the end of the day, you have to live your life. No one Absolutely. else is going to do it for you. No one else has to experience it. So make it enjoyable for yourself and if that means again setting boundaries cutting off people whatever it may be that's what you have to do you know as I heard I heard a quote once and you know I just feel like this kind of like resonates with the I can't even take myself seriously <laughs> I can't even I was trying to be so serious <laughs> you know I but I did I did hear a quote and I just feel like it kind of resonates with this whole thing it's just you know, life's what you make it. So let's make it rock. You know, <laughs> I have heard, where have I heard that? Miss, Miss Hannah Montana. <laughs> we love, we love life's what you make it. So let's make it rock. You know, I, th- I thought you were going to say, if you don't crank that soldier boy, it's going to crank you. Honestly, though, I'm going to get that. I'm, I'm going to get a tramp stamp of that. <laughs> If you don't crank that, sword. if you don't set that boundary, it's gonna set you. Period. Oh, I like that. Honestly, <laughs> that's gonna be the name of this podcast. I'm gonna write yes. that down. Yes. Oh that my down. gosh. Bars. Okay, bars. hold on. You said if you. I'm writing it down. If you don't set the boundary, it'll set you. Period. Wow. It'll set you. Ah. Uh, <laughs> We love you guys so much. Continue to send in topics. Our Instagram is the latest BS. That is where you can send us a DM. If uh-huh. you want to see more of my little face, hear more of my little voice, my Instagram is <laughs> soap <laughs> underscore armada and my TikToks. I have two. The first one is WX soap and the other one is not WX soap. Take it away, Brittany. Take it away, Penny. Um, every time. <laughs> uh, there's a SpongeBob quote for everything, and you can't convince me otherwise. But anyway, um, wow, would you look at that? Our meeting is going to end in 10 minutes, so what perfect timing. But anyway, my uh, m- little soft promo going on over here. My Instagram is Brittany Elizabeth, period, underscore. You know, if you want to see me post once every two, three months. Um, and my TikTok is taco bell queen that's that's the main that's the main the main account with ryan and i and then my personal account is not taco bell queen but yeah i feel like that this was a good episode and if you also enjoyed it please feel free to uh, give us a good old subscribe follow us like us rate us if you're going to rate us five stars i would rather i would much rather you i would much rather you dm us and tell us that we're doing a terrible job versus rate us on the public platform just don't even bother put that little finger away put the put the little put the the finger away put that thing back where it came from or so help me but anyway (laughs) (laughs) oh my god we love you guys have a great 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 rest of your week great rest of your week and happy valentine's day i'm just kidding (laughs) 
Goodbye. Bye.